Chicago Where the fire serve cold With the wolves and the hawks Never shiver in the snow The bulls keep it running The Sox run the south The Cubs run the north But the Bears run the house Two Chicago sports fans Got their ears to the street Any team make a move And they never skip a beat And in this house This is where we be Welcome to the show With E-Rock and Big Z Welcome, welcome, welcome Welcome to Chicago. Coming from the True Chicago Sports Fan Cave, this is a TCF podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. Episode 49 is brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingcode.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago. Use our promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off your entire order. That is TRUEFAN15. Go get your official TCSF shirts now. Go and get your shirts right now, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. As always, I am Big Z, and I'm here my boy, the man, the myth, the legend, my boy, Iraq. What up, E? What's up, Z? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome in. If you're a first-timer or a long-timer, please remember to hit that subscribe button, that notify button, and go ahead and give us those five stars on your listening app of choice. And don't forget, you can support the show with a monthly subscription at anchor.fm slash truechicagosportsman slash support. Z, let me tell you a little bit about our friends over at ACSI. With over 50 expert technicians in the Chicagoland area, ACSI offers a one-stop shop for telecom wiring. Whether residential cable installation, fiber to the home, or commercial structured cable wiring. Z, let me tell you the most impressive thing about ACSI. During these hard times, the ACSI crew did their thing during the COVID-19 pandemic, and ACSI was awarded HACIAS 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. The best part is that ACSI is growing bigger and better than ever. ACSI is now hiring for field sales, technicians, and project managers. Check out ACSI.tech, that's ACSI.tech, and click on careers to apply today. Go get you a job. Go get it. Z. Z. Yes, sir. You got to tell me. Mm-hmm. How was your week, brother? The week was phenomenal, man. We got to go and enjoy ourselves with our fans, yeah. uh, our, our family, and, our, and, and, our, and uh, everybody who came out to support us. I mean, huge thanks to everybody who just came out to uh, District 1540 North uh, Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, came out, and we rocked that basement. We rocked it. So it's, we are recording today on Monday instead mm-hmm. of Sunday, our normal day, because we spent Sunday hanging out at District with our friends, our family, our fans, uh, some of our favorite DJs in the city, uh, you know, great bartenders. We had a blast. We gave away some items with our raffles. Um, first of all, first and foremost, let me give a huge thanks to all of our sponsors. Uh, Mikey O, of course, 606 Media, the Chicago Knights, ACSI, Alejandra's Snap-on Tools, Grit Clothing Company, Pinches Miches, Stern Pinball, Mo Fit. Training, Sicilian Bakery, Estrella Negra, Joey G's Mac and Cheese, Output Lounge, District Shy Native, North Caesar, Beer Punk, Chicago, All Net Blaze Football, and Anchor. Thank you all so much for being a part of our show. No, it was awesome to have uh, all these uh, businesses yes. reach out and say, hey, you know, we, we like to sponsor your event. What can we do to help you guys out? Um, even you know, just even the guys at Grit Clothing showing up. Yeah, um, that was amazing, also huge. Amazing. Yes. Congrats to Mike on his new addition to the family. Exactly. Um, amazing to see him come out. He won some raffles because so, he because uh, he bought a bunch of raffle yeah, teams. Of that course, was, that was dope. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, look, look, we had a blast. We thank you guys so much for coming out and, and hanging out and being a part of our night. Um, we grew up in Wicker Park. Mm-hmm. So this joint in Wicker Park, quite literally walking out of the back door of that joint and like two doors over is the crib that I grew up in. <laughs> so I walked the neighborhood. I got to like just be a part of it. So I would say from from a kid literally from Wicker Park Avenue to be able to have a party right there in Wicker Park for our show was amazing yeah yeah i mean this was awesome so um uh, something stirring it's actually <laughs> is, it, is it is it ready to come out of the oven now yeah it's it's ready ladies and gentlemen oh boy. so we did have a big announcement last night um for those of you who are familiar with the show and familiar with 606 and shine native you are well versed with our friend mike logic mm-hmm. we talk about him on the show all the time he's been a guest a couple times well we announced last night that Mike Logic and myself, E-Rock, we are going to be debuting our brand new podcast by the end of the summer. It's called the 606 Podcast. And basically the idea behind this show is to reach out to all Chicago creatives throughout the city, whether you're a singer, you're an artist, any type of musicians, DJs, chefs, um, artists, authors, MCs, DJ, all over the place. We want to have you on. We want to talk to you and we want to Tell Chicago about your story. What makes you so Chicago? And and just get people hyped up about all the creatives that are that are in Chicago and about Chicago. Uh, it's going to be a great podcast, brother. Uh, we're, we're, we're super excited, man. I, I'm so hyped for this project. We got so many people already lined up to interview. I mean, this is going to be raw. It's going to be fresh. Uh, literally, the whole show is just going to be one long interview where we just we, we just talk to our friends and talk to the people that inspire us throughout Chicago. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and we're both very excited about it. So I can't wait to start I can't wait to start working with, with Mike Logic for the show. That's gonna be awesome, brother. All right, Z. This week on the show, we are gonna talk a lot, a lot, a lot about Chicago baseball. <laughs> That's right. It's that, baseball season. It's <laughs> baseball season. We are no bulls. Nope. No bears. Nope. No Blackhawks. Nope. No fire. No, well, well, they start. They start next week. After nah. that, we can, we can talk about them next week. Oh, goody! Anyway, <laughs> this is literally like jam packed full of Chicago sports. We're going to talk about the Cubs City Connect jerseys. We're going to talk about Barf. their sweep over the Cardinals. Yes, that last was awesome. Weekend and a lot of White Sox news. Lots of White Sox news. Uh, again, we are in first place, mm-hmm. and looks like we are not going to let that go, brother. Uh, guess who else is in first place? Um, go Cubs! Yeah, yeah. We're, oh, you're we're tied. First. You're oh, tied for yeah, first. Yes, yeah. you are. Yeah. Well, we'll see after today. Oh, calm down. First place, <laughs> first place, my friend. But first, before we get to all that, it's time for veteran TCSF reporter Big Z and the Big Three with Big Z. Thanks, E Rock. I am Big Z, and you're not. <laughs> I love every time. Now for today's stories. The Phoenix Suns are on fire, yeah. literally, literally. Quite literally. It's like 125 degrees <laughs> out there, and the garbage cans are melting. <laughs> and when I mean garbage cans, I mean the Lakers. Oh! oh. After Ouch. after the, defeating the, the world champion Los Angeles Lakers in the first round, the Suns take out the broom again and sweep the Denver Nuggets. Yeah. They, yeah they, you know, I'm pretty sure the other Denver Nuggets were doing something else. My Ohio City. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. right. (laughs) Now, listen, to be fair, the Suns have benefited from the Lakers being without Anthony Davis in the first round. Mr. Glass. And the nut, well, he he was, hey, look, without Davis, they wouldn't have won the championship last year. So, I mean, I got to give him some for that. But 
the Nuggets were also without Jamal Murray, who was injured now for the season. Right. So now they want they won the two first two rounds mm-hmm. in the NBA playoffs this year by beating teams who are missing a big key part. Hey, you can only play the teams that are in front of you, whether they got a full staff or not, man. And you, and I, and I don't dis, I don't disagree with that whatsoever. I mean, you got to play who's in front of you. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, is that they have definitely benefited from, oh, yeah. from the fact that they are playing teams that are missing huge superstars. Yeah, definitely. Well, the thing is that we we're gonna play against whoever is in front of you, right. and if your players are 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 there and they suck, that's not my fault. No, no, no. And, and again, it takes when winning a championship takes a lot of luck. The ball has to bounce in your in your favor. They beat. The Nuggets with Joker, who was the MVP of the league right, this year. So, I right. mean, like, that's nothing to sneeze at. Like mm-hmm. I said, you got Devin Booker, you got um, Chris Paul, mm-hmm. and you got Aiton. So, they, they don't have – it's not like they don't have a good team. And and they got a very familiar face to, to Bulls fans, and they got Campaign, who somehow turned into a legitimate NBA player. Oh, look at that. Where did that come from? I don't know. Was it the tutelage of Chris Paul that brought him there or what? Like, but, it's got to be. But, I mean, like – I argued hard with Mike about this, and I'm like, he was hot garbage on the Bulls. And he's like, well, he's he's an NBA player. That's fine. When he was on the Chicago Bulls, mm-hmm. he was hot garbage in a dumpster on the side of New York City <laughs> in the summer when it's 102 degrees and humid. That He was garbage. I don't know if it was all that hair dragging his little tiny dinosaur head down or what, but he was hot garbage on the Bulls. He wasn't good on the Bulls at all. No, he wasn't. And, again, we had coaches – that didn't know how to no. uh, 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 produce players or right. or, or, develop, or develop, develop them. That's yeah. what we well, word I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah that's it's, the issue. It's it's the it's the the front office at the time. Right. It's the coaching staff at the time. Right. Which has greatly grown since they changed over to what they're doing now. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I think right now we're definitely looking up. But the, the big question is, is that are the Bulls going to be able to grab one of these? Big free agents because I want to say Chris Ball has uh, Chris Paul is going to be a free agent, so they do have a, a potential. Ability. He's not going anywhere. Hey, he, you you said that you, we could have said that when he was with the Clippers or New Orleans. Do you, do you know what his opt in is? He's going to get forty million for one season if he opts in. So it looks like Chris Paul is going to be playing for the Suns uh, next season. Why would you leave forty million yeah, for one I season? Mean, no, I mean, and, 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 and it's and a I good team. That. And I get that. I yeah. mean, I feel like I feel like Chris Paul right now. When I think about like current NBA players, he probably has the best chance to become a really, really good coach in this league. Oh yeah. Whether it's being a head coach or an assistant coach, you know what I mean. Like he's he's the type of dude that I feel like because of his longevity in the league and the position that he plays, he could probably step in right. Like the as year, soon as he retires, right, right, or take a year or two off, like Steve Nash did. You know what I mean, and and be you know, uh, hey, Jason Kidd was was a a coach like the year after he retired. So I mean, it's not unheard of. No, not it's at all. Weird, it it, but it's not unheard of. I mean, another guy like that would be Rondo. Rondo's one of those, you know, yeah, yeah. he knows basketball inside and out. Now, can he relate to you know? Because he has an attitude problem. He I does. mean, maybe he, like you said, step away from the game a couple of years, or maybe even be on someone's staff at the far end of the bench. And work out and work your way up, you know, because he needs to work in his people skills. You, you know, the, the funny thing is, is that now that I'm, I'm thinking about Jason Kidd, mm-hmm. so Dame came out and said that he wanted Jason Kidd to be the his coach, coach yeah. of the Portland Trailblazers. I think it was Terry Stotts. It was there for like nine seasons or whatever it was. They let they let go of him because they really weren't going anywhere in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So he came out and says, I want Jason Kidd to be our coach. And you know what Kidd said? Pass. Um, pass i'm good because he didn't want there to be some type of weird thing where like oh this guy said he wants me to be be the coach now all the players think i'm just gonna listen to what he wants 
Right, so that, that'll set the precedent, a bad precedent, saying, right, oh, absolutely. the player's running your organization. Absolutely. He's in, yeah, no, then we're not doing that. All right, so uh, the Suns will be appearing uh, for the first time since 2010. In oh, what, what, what? The Suns appearing in the playoffs for the first time since 2010 will face either the number one seed, the Utah Jazz, and defensive player Rudy Gobert, you know, Mr. Touchy. Def- yeah, Mr. So, Touchy. So Gobert, everyone knows Gobert because he was the first player in the NBA to get COVID. And he was out there touching all the mics. Mm-hmm. But, but Rudy Gobert won his third. Defensive player of the year? Third defensive player of the year award. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. So you can think whatever you want about him touching the mics. That was silly. It was. But my man is a gangster. That's right. That's right. All right. So, uh, yeah, so we'll be playing. So they might play uh, the Clippers as well with Kawhi. I mean, big time Kawhi. I don't, and, and, I don't and, think so. And playoff P. Playoff P, bro. Yeah, I don't think so. I, look, I don't even want to talk about that dude, Paul, yeah. Paul George. I mean, like, I'm a, I'm a, fell I'm a, off. I'm gonna leave that up to my boy Mike Logic for him to break down whatever's going on with that dude because yeah. I don't I don't understand it. The Clippers are LA's last hope at this point, I guess. <laughs> but I mean, like the way that the way that the Suns are playing right now, mm-hmm. and the fact that right now I want to say the Jazz. Now again, we're recording on Monday. I want to say they're getting ready to play tonight on the West Coast. But the Jazz are up to one on the Clips. And this is not a team, like I said, it's not a team to take lightly. No, not at all. And the Jazz are a team that was built up organically yeah. versus the Clippers who were put together in free agency. Yeah, the, the, it's, it looked like a Lego set of all different color Legos. You put, you made a wall or something. You know, Hey, I got a plane. So hey. now, let, let me ask you a question real quick because yeah. this is a question that Mike Logic was talking about. You look at that Sun series against the Nuggets, mm-hmm. or not, not the Nuggets, but you saw what um, what Booker did. Yeah. And you also have Donovan Mitchell of the Jazz. Mm-hmm. Which one of those players would you take on your team right now? Um, that's tough. That's really tough because I like both of those players. Yeah. Um, last year I would have said Mitchell. This year I'm taking Booker. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you in Book because I just feel like what he – what I think, like I said, having a guy like Chris Paul on your team – has really boosted up his confidence. It's not like he was like a, not a confident player before. No, but, but he's learning from osmosis. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He's like I'm just breathing the air around Chris Paul, and I'm learning basketball. That's what's happening. Which is fantastic. Yeah, it is. Which is the way the which is the way that your veteran players should be boosting up your young guys. Yeah, that's exactly it. Story number two, Mister Flat Earth uh, <laughs> believer, Kyrie Irving, and James. I'm hurt, Harden. Are both injured for the Brooklyn Nets. They are. Yeah. So do we give Durant a pass if they don't make it to the NBA Finals as they were proclaimed to do? Well. Two out of three superstars, it's hard to get past in a playoff series. So the the thing is, is that I think a lot of people are giving LeBron a hard time because they didn't go and repeat as champs when he had his, you know what I mean? He had yeah. his other good, great player. Well, out. LeBron overturned that host roster. Yes. And then five of those guys are playing on, on other teams, on, and then they were in the playoffs. So, well, they, I mean, that's true, but they're, they still have those kind of fringe superstars around them, the guys that are like second and, ter- uh, second and third tier guys Uh so like they had a roster but i mean without anthony davis and you're not wrong that a lot of the players they Mm -hmm. had last year that helped them win that title are no longer with the team yeah you know what i mean they're they're spread out i think danny green and all these other players you know you got a lot of those players up on philly right now yeah they they went to the clips they're all over the place right uh yeah yeah dwight howard you had rondo right right. you had the the kid from new york uh randall yeah uh 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you had a yep. bunch of kids that, you know, they all got spread out over the years. And it's like, dude, you, you had superstars with you. So, uh, look, am I going to give Durant a pass? I don't no. I, I don't know why. No. Why should I give him a pass? Here's the thing to me. Like, Durant is cool. Like, I like him as a player. But, mm-hmm. like, I don't, I, like, I don't put, he's not in my top ten all time. And people want to put him there. He, I, I, would, I would quit him. His skill set is to Pippen. Okay. He he can play one, you know, one through one through five. Because well, he can uh, Durant can play one through five because he's just taller than Pippen. But I'm saying that 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 versatile player comes from Scottie Pippen. Uh, and if you want to look at you know the comparisons, the point forward he invented it. Yeah. Well, because he was a guard in, in high school. Right. And, all and of a he, yeah, he just got super tall. Exactly. So you know you keep your skills. And Durant can do the same thing. He he can run the point. He doesn't need to. Yeah. But he, uh, he's still a better shooter. Uh, I, well, I mean, because well, you got to think about then when you talk about a guy like Scottie Pippen when he played in the league, the main mm-hmm. thing that he was trying to do is defense, defense yes. and inside scoring. Yep. So these guys are, were not nearly shooting. Like you, you look at John Paxson and and Steve Kerr, like amazing shooters at the time. Well, now you look at the the current crop of shooters and even like you know a, a third like uh, Vuci men's probably probably got a better shot some, than some of these guys in the nineties. You know what I mean? Yep. Because there's such a big focus on not only the three point shot but big men. To shoot, hitting yeah. the three point shot. Yeah, they're not playing low post game anymore. No, that's no. gone. Well, because you know, you know, you look at someone the wrong way and you get a you get a foul. So that's the difference <laughs> there. I mean, that is true. So yeah, so uh, three out of uh, two out of three are are out for the big three in, in Brooklyn, and Harden with a hamstring injury. He's been you know they were they thought they could hold him out for we, the series and yeah. get by, and then you lose Kyrie Irving. I mean, he's just gone for one game. Well. I, well we we talk a lot about hamstring injuries and, and yeah. how difficult they are and how hard it is to really shake that off. So that's one thing that even if even if Harden was to come back and, and play in this series, you can re-injure it in two could, seconds. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. you, you don't want to out it. there hobbling around. And then Kyrie, he he went out with an ankle sprain in Game Four. Right. So I I don't know, man. I, they they do. Don't forget, you still got a lot of other players on this team. So it it'll be interesting. I feel like if they can get by. And make it to the next round and get their their guys healthy. I I think with with their big three healthy, no one's beating them. No, no. They don't have the camaraderie or they don't have that uh, cohesionness. They yes. don't they don't have the 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 chemistry because they haven't the played. That's what I'm I think. They for. play like eight or ten games together, all three of them. So right, they they don't have that. So I mean, it'll be dangerous if. You know, oh, well, they have uh, uh, what's his name, Blake as they got, well. They got Blake, uh, you up know, there. and Blake didn't play most of the year, so he's healthy. They got, they got Jeff Green on that team. Yeah, who Jeff, I saw a stat the other day: Jeff Green has made the playoffs with seven different teams, which is like tied for one of the highest ever. And I would say he was on a league. He's been all over the place. So good for him. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it reminds me of Big Shot Bob. Oh, I was gonna get that. I was thinking of Shaq too. Well, yeah. <laughs> Well, was, but Shaq, Shaq played for other teams when he wasn't dominant anymore. Jeff right. Green was never dominant. No. Jeff Green was a good NBA player who found his way onto playoff teams. Yeah. yeah. Story number three, and I think you're going to love this one, man. <laughs> a dominant American middle distance runner has been banned for four years after testing positive for anabolic steroids. I think he's on steroids. That she believes they came from a burrito. They have one that's called the meat tornado. Literally killed a guy last year. You had me at meat tornado. Okay. So, <laughs> first of all, let me break this down real quick. <laughs> You're a dominant middle distance runner. Yeah. What the hell is middle distance? Middle distance is about 1,500 to 5,000 meters. Stop. Stop. 
Like you're really good at being mediocre. <laughs> you're not mean. fat. Oh, hold on. You're not quick because you're not like the, the yep. hundred yard dash, yep. forty, whatever. That's the the real fast guys, yes, right? Those are the fastest. People and then you got the about. distance runners who just sit there and you're, they're usually like some some rail thin guy from Ethiopia who's been running his entire career because there's zebras behind him and lions. Yeah, do me a favor from now on, please. It's not zebra, okay? It's zebra. Zebras. Zebra. Middle distance? What is that? Like, what kind of mediocre It's like a middle reliever. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. You know, you know why? Here's, I'm going to tell you how you become a middle distance runner. You put steroids in your burrito. <laughs> Was so, it Chipotle? So even if you want to run fast, you kind of got to hold your butt. So you can't run that fast. And that's how you become a middle distance runner. Oh, boy. Shelby Hulihan. 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 Uh, the reigning national champion and American record holder at both 1,500 and 5,000 meters wrote on her social media Monday that she was provisionally banned by the Athletics Integrity Unit after testing positive for an, a nanodrone. What? Oh, no, no. Not, yeah, I got Nan that one. Nandrolone. Nandrolone. Sorry. The mic's in the sure. way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which has been found in pork. She says. Yummy. She's, yeah, yeah, exactly. She was appalled uh, by the ruling and that. Uh, no, she said she appealed the ruling. Oh, appealed the ruling. <laughs> sorry. Again, the mic's in the way today. <laughs> She appealed the ruling uh, to the court of arbitration and sports and uh, was informed Friday that she can. Uh, they, they, didn't, they didn't accept. I can't read today. Um, she, she wrote, I feel completely devastated, lost, broken, angry, confused, and, and betrayed. Hungry. And, and hungry. Apparently hungry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the very sport I loved and poured my, myself into. Um, yeah. So, how uh, many okay. burritos you got to eat? Um. None, because I don't do steroids. So, <laughs> and the, you know, I just finally figured out how they make those burritos the size of your head. They put steroids in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Barry Bonds did. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> it should say burritos the size of Barry Bonds' head. I did look. We got a joint over here. It's called David's uh, Mexican Restaurant. Of course, not very creative. No. Great burritos. Yeah. I, I I ordered. I was like, let me let me try this thing. I, I I got it, and it was literally went from like my elbow to my hand. And I'm not a small guy. That's what she said. So this is a gigantic. <laughs> I I kid you not. That's so many jokes. I here. kid you not. <laughs> it took me three days to eat this burrito. Yeah. I thought you had a talented mouth. We discussed this last week. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> oh, Kim can't wait to hear that. <laughs> hey, so many sound effects are going into this week's stuff. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, first, what kind of burrito was this? I mean, because it said it was in pork. So what does she have, carnitas, or what's going on? Yeah, I guess she's having pork. I she, mean, she, was she gnawing on like a like some? What, what is happening? What? Where did you find this story? This is probably the best thing I've ever. USA read. Today, man. That's fantastic. Yeah. I, I want to. I'm going to check out USA tomorrow too to see what's up. <laughs> so, so she finally says, "I want to be very clear. I have never taken any." performance enhancing substances but i did sleep with that pig that one time so i think that, no. <laughs> you had sex with her every time you met didn't you didn't you liar uh, i i don't know man look it, look i i'm so glad you brought this to the table this, uh, this, 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 this is kind of story this, this is kind of your this, story right. this is great i i love it man this, hey you slammed her you dumped her donut you gave her dog a sausage you stuffed her like a thanksgiving turkey oh, 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 oh. All right, y'all, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. We all know that 2020 was no joke, 
And with an ever-changing world climate, many people are looking for a new opportunity. Guys, are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member? Let me tell you a little about our friends at ACSI. ACSI is a certified RCN business agent. They provide the same RCN services with a personalized touch. Their sales and technician teams work hand-in-hand, ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant. Gone are the days of being transferred from one person to the next. At ACSI, they handle everything from start to finish. It's never been so easy to get internet service. ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you'll be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. Best of all, ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? Check out acsi.tech and click on careers to get started. That's acsi.tech and click on careers. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. It's time to touch bases with our baseball teams. This is three up and three down. I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three strikes, you're out. Yo, E, what's going on with these first place cubbies? Go, Cubs, go! Go, Cubs, go! Hey, Chicago, what do you say? The Cubs are gonna win today. Uh, yo, the Cubs opened up Wrigley to 100% capacity because, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Chicago is open for business. <laughs> and they opened up and they swept them dirty ass Cardinals all the way back to St. Louis. The Cubs are currently tied for first and hold a very stellar 24 and 10 home record, which is the best in then in then all of baseball. All of them. I checked. I looked. I checked. Yes, it's correct. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Finally, a White Sox fan recognized the greatness of the Chicago Cubs. That's not funny. So so yeah, look, man. Wrigley opened up. Hey, I didn't I didn't I didn't get to watch the Friday game. Rizzo or the Sunday game. Well, the Sunday <laughs> game we're at the event, but yeah. the Friday game, I'm I'm so upset that I didn't get to see it because I was at work and I was on the way home when everything was going on. Mm-hmm. Amazing, amazing comeback win. The Cubs were down like five one. They came back to beat up on the Cardinals. Rizzo had like a like a fifteen pitch at bat where he fouled them off. Yeah, and fouled I was, them off and fouled them off. I was listening to it on the radio, and, and and he came back and he hit the the game tying home run. And I want to say the final of that game was eight to three to start off the first game of that series. The first game back at Wrigley, reopening Chicago. I, it, it couldn't have happened to a better team in the stupid Cardinals. Get the hell out of here. No one likes you. Go nobody. Home. Nobody likes. No you. one likes. The you. White Sox don't like you. The no. Cubs don't like you. No one likes you. No. Redhead stepchild. <laughs> quite, quite literally. So this weekend, the Cubs debuted their City Connect series uniforms last weekend. Um, <laughs> I wanted to push it so bad. No, 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 no. Those, no. those uniforms are not cool at all, man. Um, let me explain something to you. I didn't make fun of your Mega Ball uniforms, okay? Hey. I did not. Hey, I, Yours I, I, look no, like no, no, FUBU. No, no, I didn't make fun of your mega mall easy ass <laughs> uniforms that y'all pull out okay a 1990 called fubu wants the uniforms back first of all <laughs> what are you talking about 
They look like football. They the don't. Fubu. Yes, they do. Fubu never had the regular field marquee on their uniform. I'm gonna send it to you. Fubu never had the Fubu had the fubu. Yes, but they never had the the curve like the Wrigley uh, marquee. It's same color scheme. Colors are co- the, the the color scheme of the of the Chicago f- colors, blue and red. Yeah, okay. You're just mad because our other uniforms are better than yours. Your uniforms are just as plain as any other uniform. They're not plain. How are they not plain? Black and white. Y'all are so boring. So right. <laughs> <laughs> Black and white's fine. Y'all found. Let me. Tell but you it something. says Southside. This is so. Uh, this is what I believe happened. They were getting ready to tear down the Mega Mall, and they found them in a the basement. And they're like, "Hey, <laughs> let's hold on these here in a couple of years." You want to talk about Fubu? You want to talk about Fubu? Get the hell! What, what, what was this Triple Five? Where did y'all get these uniforms from? Can I talk about my team now? Are All right, good? Go, Are we good? go back Are we to talking about. I'm going to tell you. Yes, Let me, okay, um, like we said, <laughs> a lot of people were not big fans. No, but I'll tell you a lot of reasons why I like them. You got the Chicago Star in the middle of the sea on the cap. Mm-hmm. You got the CTA token design on the sleeve, also on the socks, and mm-hmm. all of the north side neighborhoods printed on the cleats, okay? And I think one of the big things that people took issue with was the fact that the front of the jersey said Wrigleyville. Yeah. Now, I saw things where, like, Wrigleyville is not a neighborhood. It's Lakeview. And I'm like, who gets the name na- neighborhoods? Like The neighbors do. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> It's you, Wrigleyville. Come anyone on. Anyone that's lived near Wrigley calls it Wrigleyville. Yes. Now, the ballpark... Is getting mushed in with all the drunks that hang out, which is, I, I get that. That's yep. part of the atmosphere. It's just a club scene. It's basically Bourbon Street plus the baseball. But I mean, what there is no other aside from what Fenway that has that type of atmosphere. And I don't even think Fenway has it. The um, way that the not, clubs do not it. to that extent. It's different. It's a different, it's more family friendly, I would say. Right. Uh, whereas Wrigleyville, there's like legit like bars and clubs. But, and I, but, but here's, here's what I'll say about that. At least in Wrigleyville, like D- Wrigleyville, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I yeah, mean, that's it's Wrigleyville. The, that's it the is neighborhood that is it. I don't care what you want to say. Wicker Park is Wicker Park. Wrigleyville, Logan Square, whatever. It, it's still Wrigleyville, even if it's just a couple blocks around. Wrigleyville. It is Wrigleyville that's is the, in the Lakehood neighborhood, but it's still Wrigleyville. Yes. That's where you're at. So it, it's a two block radius around the right. b- around the the, the, the uh, building. That's Wrigleyville. Yes. This is basically like me arguing Bucktown versus Wicker Park. Wicker Park is technically a smaller part of Bucktown. Really, if you kind of break it down, you create mm-hmm. villages right up against. Look, yes. So let's stop that nonsense, okay? I I like them. I I'm not. I'm not. I'm also not the person that's going to sit there and hate on something unless someone else comes at me, and then we'll go back and forth. Like me? About, about, about that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's what makes it fun to do a a podcast about Chicago sports with a White Sox fan, with being a Cubs fan. Yeah. Okay. Of course. You. It doesn't matter. Even if you are a Cubs fan. Were you, if you would you have found positive things in this if you were a Cubs if it fan? if it, I'm not a, well first I'm not a Cubs fan but if it was a nice jersey, um I would have been like cool that's a cool jersey for you guys I would have been happy, just like you didn't like the Boston one the yellow one I don't even remember the Boston one so it was it was, it was like in first week of April they yeah. wore it because they wore it for the uh, Boston Marathon, Marathon. Yeah, right yeah. so they, they had like the Maryland colors and yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I remember so, yeah. I mean, but I'm also not paying attention to that team. You know what I mean? Like, I think also who who's going to sit there and be like, well, you know, Yankees are going to complain about the, the Red Sox, even if they had the, the best jersey of all time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when you got the Cubs-Sox rivalry, you had the the Cub, or the Sox come out first. Then you got the Cubs. I mean, like, you know, it, it is, I just thought it you guys could. I just thought you could have done more with that jersey. 
like what? Like putting every single North Side neighborhood in part of your jersey? No, and no. Give, and uh, give the a Wrigleyville, the Wrigleyville thing. To put what? What are you going to put there? Tell me what else you're going to put there. I don't know. It could have been. Right, right. Else. You have no I, I, I don't. I'm not here, marketing here, guy. Here's the problem. If you do not have a solution, don't create the problem. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong no, with it. No, there's nothing wrong with it. Right. It's not my taste. And, and excluding it being a cup thing, it's not my taste. I, I think a dark blue with the light blue is just fine. It's fine. And on that jersey, on the sleeve, you have the patch. The patch is of pretty the cool. Token. Right. And that's dope. That's, well, yeah, because we grew up with that. It, but what it is, is you're giving a shout out to Chicago. Mm-hmm. That you, yours, your guy said Shy mm-hmm. and Southside. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a city connect. That's your part of the na- that's your part of town. It's right. a south side. Like we said last show, are they gonna move to Arlington Heights? Hell no, no because the not. whole identity of the team is the South Side. Right. The identity of the Cubs is Wrigleyville. What yeah. else are you gonna put on that jersey? I that's what I don't understand. There's uh, no there's no alternative there. So what, what I don't no know. One, no one's giving a better solution. Maybe some Ivy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean like here's the thing. Like I'm I'm not I'm not that big of a jersey guy. Like I'm literally wearing an old school yeah. uh, like a old like the oldest jersey ever at Cubs jersey where some like 90s. The stuffs are falling off. But I mean like I'm not a huge jersey guy anyway. Mm. But I I think they're fine. Like I think they're cool. You know what I mean? Like I, I like like I said, there's cool elements in there but i think a part of the problem is, is that they leaked out like a week or two before and people yeah. are like no why is it gonna be that way yeah and i like, posted it yeah. yeah i posted like two weeks prior I'm to it coming out and, pe- and people were like oh that's not the real one i'm like yeah it is what it, it this this is like the most annoying thing because instead of talking about a first place team yes we're talking about these stupid jerseys that they're only gonna wear once and that's it well i think they wore it over the weekend but right yeah i mean but right. like Come on, man, and and the the I want to say like the pullover is, it was actually pretty dope. Like they had the the pullover that they had was. I wish I wonder if they could do like a custom jersey with just that CTA logo on the on the shirt with the patch. That would be pretty cool too. You know what I mean? Oh, look at that! The marketing guy, designer guy, designer jersey for the Cubs. Look at that. So fan favorite and Chicago Cubs legend Jake Arrieta is pretty good at home, but he is definitely struggling on the road. And these stupid fans that I just talked about on social media are calling for Jake to be DFA'd. Are you crazy? He is currently 5-6 and six with a 497 ERA. The Cubs rotation currently consists of uh, Kyle Hendricks, Arietta, Zach Davies, Trevor Williams, and Adbert Azale. Now, I love the professor and the kid Azale, but this is not a rotation that can win a championship. No, it's not. And this, for the Chicago Cubs, is going to be one of the trickiest trade deadlines of all time. Because you have Javi Baez, Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Wilson Contreras, and Craig Kimbrell, the biggest names, all due to be free agents. Now, they're currently in first, but are they going to be buyers or sellers at the trade deadline? So, I'm going to put myself as your GM. Okay. All right. And what starting now? Starting now, not not starting at the beginning of the season. Starting last season. All right, I, just get, yeah. Go ahead. I, I want to put this in here real quick. Mm-hmm. The moves that you're gonna make are to benefit the Cubs. Thank you. Yes. I want to make sure you're doing that. No, no. I'm putting myself as the GM. So if the, I'm on the Cubs payroll and I'm the GM. But if you're a White Sox fan and you get that job, you're gonna sabotage my team. So don't do that to me. <laughs> Maybe. Don't, don't, don't even look at. Don't like, do that to me. I'm like, I'm gonna stack the don't, White Sox do team with great players. Hey, 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 I've been, I've been fair with the White Sox. Yeah, I, I've been fair with yeah. them, so be fair with us. I am gonna be fair. All right, so being GM. All right, so you can't lose Javi. No. All right, so no. let, let's start there. They literally, like, they literally had a parade in Humble Park for Javi. There's a street over there. You cannot. He's Chicago all the way through. Great. He, he's going to finish his career here. That's what I would do. So you offer the man very close to 
uh, Arenado money for Javi. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're gonna have to trade Chris Bryant because you're not to get something back from. Can no, I'm saying I'm not saying he's gonna be gone next year. I'm saying you trade him if now this is a month away. If you're not in first place, if you're five to six games out of first place, that's when you would trade him. If you're in the hunt like you are right now, you ride it. You ride the wave with what you got, especially a, a MVP caliber player. You ride that wave. So you're telling me a team that would be maybe five or six games out of first that mm-hmm. has been flirting with either first or second place the entire season, you trade your MVP caliber former MVP winner. Yeah, because I am I I am looking at not only this year Aha, as a GM, I'm looking at the next couple years. Let me let me explain something to you. Oh, and this is the thing that drives me nuts right now. Mm-hmm. I'm looking towards next year. I'm looking towards buying a pair of shoes next year. No, no. I'm the GM. No, 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 I'm no, the no, GM. No, no, no. I'm not a fan. I'm the GM. And I understand that. But this is what I'm saying to you. Your goal every single year is to win a championship that year. Hoping that you can trade this guy this year and then maybe get him back th- next year like your scenario was said a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. What does that do for you? If I already have the player right now and my goal is to win a championship, why wouldn't I add to the team that I have and do whatever I can to make this team a little bit better to get over the hump? Because right now, really, the only thing that this team needs is, is, is maybe one or two starters. A decent starter and maybe a mid-level starter, and you're good to go. They have the closer. They have a great bullpen. And... Chris Bryant will get that for you. Chris Bryant will get that for you. And then what? And then you got a hole. You got a guy who's literally playing MVP caliber baseball. Again, all of a sudden, that's if you're. If I'm saying if you're out of the if you're out of the race, you got to trade the kid. If you're how, in the how is, how, if you're in the race, on. how is five or six games out of first out of the race? How at it, the trade deadline? It, it's not. But you have to do something as a GM. I'm not looking at just this year. I'm looking for the next five six years. So if I can flip a commodity and get a bunch back, which he hasn't been shown to do, your GM has not shown that he can do that. My GM's only been a GM this year. He's no, he's a GM over there in, in San well, Diego. Okay, so you got yeah, you got a different GM this year because you got everyone moved up the ladder. Yeah, yeah. Your job is to win championships. Yeah. So I, I just I don't understand. I, it's just hard for me to sit there and be like, "Yep, here's a great player. Yep, he's he, he's potentially an MVP candidate. Yep, mm-hmm. let's get rid of him. Let's get rid of the best player on our team right now. If you're out of it, five or six games is not out of it. If you're in fourth place, yeah. If well, you're the Pirates, yeah. Well, the Pirates are hot garbage. That's my every point. Year in a That's year my out. point. Every they hey they were a good team a couple of years ago. They went to the playoffs and the Cubs beat them in the in the one game playoff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they they and they went like three years in a row to that wild card and never made it. But I, it's just hard for me to wrap my head around trading your best player. And 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 here's the thing: I get it because you got to sit there and you got to try to figure out how I'm going to sign all the other guys. Right, but. That being said, if this is your last chance at romance with these four core players, why wouldn't you try to find a way to whatever you got to do mm-hmm. to try to get at least maybe even if you can't get a quote unquote elite starter, try to build on what you got and try to see if you can make a run this year. Because realistically, do you see a scenario where the Cubs can keep all four of those players right now? Nope. So Bri- this is Bri- your last chance to have all four Bryant's going to walk, and I think Contreras will be priced out. So you're telling me that this is the last year of these four together? Yes, sir. So what? You know what I mean? Like 
I get your I get your your and, perspective. And this, and this just, is the team that won the World Series a couple years ago. So that, why stop with you? the World Series? Because no, won't. no, because no. I'm telling you, no, that doesn't 2016. make any sense. 2016, it's done. What did, what did the Yankees That's done. do? The Yankees build up a core and kept that the, that team together for 20 years. The Yankees, the last team to repeat. Crap. But but the point is that you have the players. Your job is to win a championship right now. Every single year. If your goal is not to win the championship every single year, you're failing. You're the Pirates, right? So. I just we disagree. I still think you flip Bryant if you're out of it. So here's my here's my what? It, but what is out of it? Explain what out of it is because I like I said just a couple minutes ago it's, you told me five five yes, or six games yes. out of first is not out of it at the trade deadline in your July. Your pitching will not hold up the rest of the year. That's why you trade for pitching. And what do I have to trade? Whatever. Chris Bryant, you Chris have Bryant. nothing in the minors. So then you trade. You can trade any literally any any anyone outside Contreras. of those four. Anyone outside of those four you trade. No literally one's taking anybody. No one's taking Hayward. I'm not trying. I'm just saying. That's, he's not worth anything. You got Hayward. You got Hap. You got a bunch of. You got Bodie. You got a bunch of players. Those are Chicago move. players that have equity in Chicago. Nowhere else. Okay. Matt Duffy had equity in San Francisco and he came here and was a good player. So that doesn't make any sense. If you're a good player, if you're a good, solid, above average Major League Baseball player, you can fit in on any team. Look at what uh, uh, Zobras did for his whole career. He just he, slapped the ball in, in Tampa Bay and he slapped the ball here. He Was he ever a great player? No. Right. But he was a player that was above average MLB player, and he managed to make it to the World Series a few times on a couple of different teams. Right, and he won the MVP in Kansas City for that for that World Series, and he did the same in Chicago. So you can take these guys that only belong to one team and put them on any team. If you are an above average player in the uh, Major League Baseball and you're versatile, which Bodie is, which Hap is, you can trade those players and get something back for them. Especially when you're talking about younger guys. But you're not going to get what you're asking for. You're asking for an elite pitcher, right? I didn't. I mean, look. You did. No, <clears throat> I, I will ask for an elite pitcher every day of the week. I'm saying you get some guys that can start and push you, make your rotation even a little bit better. Even if you have a, a team full of twos and threes, you have. A, 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 That's fine. Right. But you don't have that right now. So I, you, you're going to tell me that you, you're going to tell me that Bodie or Hap couldn't you couldn't flip for like a mid-level starter. You would have to trade both of them. You not together? Yeah. For a mid-level starter on a garbage team, because the garbage teams are who's giving away players right now. Who's giving away a pitching? Who's going to give away pitching right now? Whoever's got you got all these teams. You got uh, like like we're talking about the Pirates. You any of these teams? The the uh, Baltimore. It's been done. No, I know it's been done. Your GM has the not A's. proven to do it though. The GM's been a GM for one year. Wasn't he a GM in San Diego? I don't. I don't even know where the GM is in the Cubs right now. But what I'm saying is that with the Cubs, he's been here one year because, and you're also looking at the direction of Jed Hoyer. And Jed Hoyer says that you know they're they're look they're worried about money right now too. And I, and it's whatever. I, I I take that with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. I, I, I we went through this whole thing last year. I'm just saying that you have your core for plus Kimbrel is going to walk here. This is your last chance at romance for this team. Right. It's a tricky situation. Yes. I agree. So you do whatever you can to try to make one last run with this team. And if it doesn't go well, it doesn't go well. It's whatever. And then you deal with it. You deal with whatever happens in the offseason. But if you and your look, it's the last year of high school. You and your boys know this is the last time you're going on a trip. Mm-hmm. Should we go on that trip or save money for college? Go on that damn trip. What's wrong with you? You know what I mean? Like you know you you know exactly what I'm talking about. This is your last chance. You make that run and you see what you if you can catch lightning in a bottle.
It'll be it'll be the most incredible thing. Or you'd be like, well, we uh, yeah, we were in first place, but we decided, you know, let's slip out the back door. Let's let like the a big core of our our players that helped us win a championship. Yeah, you just go, and we're gonna get rid of you. And no, the, considering the fact that MV, uh, uh, Bryant is an MVP candidate right here, right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Do you think there's any shot in hell that you trade him and he's gonna want to come back here? He's like, I was literally doing exactly what you've been wanting for me to do since I've been injured since that 2016 season when I won when I won a uh, MVP. I'm doing it all over again. I'm finally healthy, and you're like, nah. Uh, you got you can't take it personally. It's a business transaction. Again, if they're out. But I'm saying, if your goal as a GM is to trade him and then bring him back, it's been done. Not if you're not if I'm of MVP caliber. Uh, not if I am an MVP caliber Chapman. player. Chapman is not an MVP. He's a, a pitcher that pit, he is not an MVP. He got you your 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 World Series. He actually didn't. Did he not who look clo- at his saves? Who closed out that game? He choked in that last game. He did. And who closed out that game? Montgomery. And they traded his ass. And that's what I'm talking about. Oh, he's dropped Mid off. Mid level pitcher. He dropped off the face of their priority. I don't even know what he he because he went to uh, Kansas City, and then no one ever heard from him ever again. <laughs> so again, th- so this is my whole thing. It says right now you got all these players that are are, are due to be free agents. They're currently in first. Mm-hmm. You got there's a possibility now that people are talking about Max Scherzer being out there. But here's the problem with Scherzer. He's 36 years old. Okay. You still got another year because he's going to be free agent after 2022. And he signed a seven-year, $210 million contract with the Nats. Ouch. It gives him a $30 million average. But again, it would be the end of this year and the next year. So now. That's 45 mil. Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah. Oh, but the Cubs are crying poor. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You can't can't do both. I don't disagree with that. But what I'm saying is that if you can somehow, because again, you're, you're, you're not talking about like, a 27-year-old pitcher. No. You're talking about a 36-year-old guy who's on the fi- very end of his, his... He won them a World Series. Yes. So they got what they needed out of him. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, is this... You, you, someone's going to trade for him. He's gonna, probably going to end up on the Yankees or something like that, but... Yeah. It's going to be one of those contenders that, that uh, needs a, n- another arm if someone gets hurt. Right. So, I mean, that's that's the biggest question. Are, what are you going to do? What, I, honestly, I have no idea what they're going to do, but you can tell... I'm t- I know by, you, by the passion that yeah, I have. For this, I get the passion. You have all the pieces here. You might as well go for one more run. See if you can pull it off. At least show the fans that you're trying. These are your guys. These are the guys that brought you your title. And 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 you can say whatever you want about it was 2016. It was the first championship for the Chicago Cubs in 108 years. You're damn right that Cubs fans are going to try to hold on to the guys that brought us there every time. You're the Chicago Bears. No. Yeah. A team with the Chicago Bears did not just win one. The Chicago Bears won a bunch of championships no, in no. the 60s. No, we're, no, we're talking about that one championship run in the 80s, right? You got a great team. You got a Hall of Fame team with all the most Hall of Famers. But there was by no, anybody. but what I'm saying is that at least with the Bears in there, in the time of modern era, or whatever, mm-hmm. they made playoff runs. They had these great, like you had. You guys went to the playoffs in 84 and was it 93 or whatever it was? You guys went to the playoffs? Right, but you never had. Sustained success? No. They they get knocked out early. They get knocked out early. They get knocked out early. When you never saw the Cubs, when was the last time the Cubs went to the playoffs in consecutive years, like five, six, seven years in a row? It never happened. No, no. That hasn't happened in Chicago. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying is that, like, 
as Cubs fans, you know we're going to fight tooth and nail to try to keep that team together. And if this is your very last chance, because a lot of your guys are already gone. I mean, like, you got Schwarber's gone. They got rid of Lester. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So these are these are the guys. Javi, Chris, Wilson. Those are Chicago Cubs. Point blank. Rizzo was in, it, it was in uh, San Diego, and he was in Boston. Mm-hmm. But the other guys, these are Chicago Cubs all the way. And they brought home that title. So I'm going to try to do whatever I can to at least – do whatever I can to move forward in these playoffs, and I'm not giving up my MVP to do it. I don't think you have enough to trade for for a good, like a great caliber pitcher. Great, it's it's, it's you Max, had you Max had Scherzer. one who you had one in you. You're paying him. You're paying him too. I I know that. You know what I mean. So but like saying, I you, think this is this is this is what happened. The Cubs are ending up to be a lot better than they were expected to be because agreed. I think a lot of people were yes. expecting more out of not only. The Brewers, but the Cardinals, because the Cardinals were in first for a good chunk of the first part of the season. And then they kind of fell off. You guys beat up on them. We beat up on them. Um, but who expected the Cubs to sweep the Padres? Nobody. And, then, uh, and the Dodgers. And you, oh, you didn't I mean? sweep them, but you got two out of three on that, right? Yeah. So we beat up on the Padres. We beat up on the Dodgers. Beat up on the Padres again. They played San Francisco. I think they, they won one out of three. One out of four. Yeah. But, I mean... These are very good teams. Yes. These are teams that are put together. Those are the elite teams, the right? The Cubs beat you, yes. Darvish, and the Padres. Mm-hmm. And they beat up on Tatis. And they did a good job. And I just don't think, in hindsight being 2020, it's whatever. Yeah. So it was like, that's the, and that will be forever a frustrating thing. But again, you is not a Chicago Cub. You know what I mean? Like, he was here, but he was also on the Rangers and the Dodgers. And this, he's like a, he's like a Brandon Marshall. You're going to go somewhere for about three years and then you're out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Overstay, welcome. Right. So, and, and he's getting older and they got Jake on the cheap. And we know that Jake was a, a fan favorite move. So you can mm-hmm. get fans back in the stands and all that stuff. So I don't know, man. Like, my heart tells me that I would, I, I just want to see. I just don't want them to give up that easily. I feel like if you're in first place at this point in the season, give, giving uh, trading Chris Bryant is giving up on the season. That's how I feel. No, I, I see that perspective. What I'm saying is if they're out. And then, like I know you're saying, well, five games isn't even out. Not even close. No, and it, it may not be. 14 games <clears throat> is out. Then, then you're Minnesota and the Pirates. So. Ten, ten games with ten games, or ten games out with ten games left. That you're out, bro. Yeah. Right now, in first place, tied for first. Yeah. Go, go all in. All right, bro. Now, now you're exhausted. <laughs> now I wore you out, right? Nah, no. Nah. I got, no, I got so, some more. So let me, what does that jersey say? Oh, South, South, South Side. Side. All yeah, right, South let's Side. go. What's going on on the South Side? <laughs> White Sox, White Sox. Go, go, White Sox. Let's go, 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 White Sox. We're with you all The way. White Sox, the other first place go team in Chicago. Yeah, ES- ESPN's st- still not giving us love. F it, F them. They're not? Oh, they uh, they they were talking crap about the uh, Liam Hendricks uh, during that rain delay. Uh, it was raining really super hard, and uh, Liam Hendricks they got a ball from the uh, umpire, he put in his glove, and he like he looked at it and he was like, "Dude, this is soak soaking wet. I can't throw this." Uh-huh. <laughs> so he just threw the ball to the third base, like towards the third baseman, and said, "Rain delay." He told the ump, "Rain delay." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and walked out. So ESPN said that he threw a tantrum. I mean. Yeah, you threw off the ball. I mean, here's the thing. If, if it was any other team, if you would have seen someone on the Yankees do it, it's like, funny. you would sit there and be like, you go play ball. Like, it's your team. So you're like, oh, that, yeah. He, just like I'm it's, sitting here defending my team. It's a safety team. issue, dude. No, and I get that. And I get that. Yeah. But guess what? 
you're a player, not the ump. The ump is the one that decides when there is a rain delay. They, yeah, they dragged it out. And the, the uh, MOB said that they dragged it on. They should, they should have called it a little earlier. But whatever. M- MOB officiating has been hot, horrible, hot ass garbage. We're talking about New York garbage in the sidewalk in the yes. summer. That's it right there. If you've been to New York in the summer, you know exactly that funk that I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's not pretty. It's I've not. Been it's not. It's terrible. All right, the White Sox are finding some positive injury news to share. Monday afternoon, the team announced that slugger Eloy Jimenez, Mr. Spider Man, has been cleared <laughs> to resume baseball activities. Jimenez has not played this season after suffering a ruptured pectoral tendon attempting to rob a home run during spring training. Dumbass. Okay. I, I said it for you. I said it for you. He's a dumbass for doing that. And he's cost himself half the season. So he's going to start, um, you know, baseball activities. Right. And then he's what still got to do, do rehab, uh, a, a, a rehab stint, you know, in AAA. So you're looking at about six weeks at the earliest, which brings us to the trade deadline. Yep. Well, I, I will toe the company line and say that what I've been saying the entire time. Yep, it's like adding a free agent. It is. It's like adding a free agent. Yeah, and and now they got to figure out what they're going to do with the rest of these guys. Yeah, because we we've, we've been having guys step up. Literally, we have a replacement uh, players outfield. Yes. Holy crap! <laughs> wow. Yeah. So again, we got the replacement players out in the outfield. Um, we just got the, this kid that we just called up, Brian Goodwin, which is like another pirate um, cast off. Yeah, he he was a guy. He's been in the league for a few years, and it's funny because yeah, I, he's thirty. Yeah. So I mean, again, we we, we talked about the, if you're if you have a good team, you can take flyers on guys, and, and it's and, not going to hurt you, and it elevates their play because right. they're like, oh, this is a great team. I got to step up, or I can't play. And guess what? These are the exact type of players that you use for trade bait. Flip them. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly how the Cubs ended up getting Arietta and Strope in the first place. Yeah, I mean, definitely this has been a good thing. I think he made a diving catch today or almost a diving catch right now. But he's he is hitting 333 with three runs, five RBI, slugging over 1,000, and an OPS of 1,500. I mean, this is a bench player. Yeah, I mean, like like I said, the the Sox and both sides of town, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, you guys have, have absolutely benefited from all these injuries, and these guys have just been well, stepping up. You, well, I, I wouldn't say you benefited from injuries. No, you don't benefit from injuries. I'm saying these injuries have caused if, players to if, step up. If you want to look for a silver lining, the yes. fact that these guys that and we're in first nobody place, nobody thought about. No, and I mean, you, you, I, I could. We would talk about, uh, um, yeah, you're mean all day, and I would look at. Ooh, I have never heard of this person. I had heard of him, but I, I know but the you, stories about. Yeah, of course. If you're not a Sox fan, you don't know what, what the and, and that's the yeah. stuff. Also, you got Billy Hamilton, another another cast off. Well, yeah, but he's been in the league. Like I, you know, I'm a fantasy player, so I know exactly who he is. Right, Jake you know, Lamb, another yeah, another another, guy another flyer. Right, right. So the White Sox have I've been at Danny Mendix. Uh, well, something that came up to the system, but mm-hmm. uh, you've like you said, taking out flyers and some guys, and they've actually been producing. So it's yeah. been great to. Be in first place with uh, a kid who came up through our system, Vaughn, mm-hmm. Ricky Vaughn. He should do it. He should definitely do it. I know, I know. The glasses and the haircut. I'm with it. Yeah. Um, so they're like, oh, he's going to replace Jose Abreu. And this is Sinet. And he's going to play first base. And Jose Abreu is like, uh, he's, he's like, over my dead body. Stop. Yeah. So they're like, kid. I think Abreu's going to cut off that beard before he gives up first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That Lou Albano bill. <laughs> yeah. So they say, kid, can you play left field? He's like, well, I got no choice. Right. So the kid's been doing actually pretty good in left field. 
and center, you got the new uh, new guy Brian Goodwin right now. He's taking over center. Um, Adam Angle just came back, right? Um, and then you have Adam Eaton, who's also s- still dealing with that uh, hamstring injury. So he's in and out of the lineup. Well, you know what makes up for that hamstring is that stash, that sweet <laughs> porn sweet, stash, sweet stash. My my man looks like Mark Marin out there right now. That's exactly what he looks like. Oh, Mark Marin. I just well, we'll talk about I, that hey, later. But like, hey, I love Mark Marin. I absolutely love Mark Marin. He was awesome in Glow. I hey, I've been listening to his podcast for like ten years, and that was one of those things where you're like, okay, you can have a second career. And he was he's the Godfather of podcasting. However you want to look at it, I mean. So I, I look, I appreciate what he's done. I don't appreciate that the, the Cubs just lost, but I appreciate Mark Mayer. Oh man, sorry. And, and, and I appreciate even <laughs> I appreciate even more for looking like that dude right now. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Madrigal was also diagnosed last week with a complete uh, terror. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was a ter- yeah. So it's a terror of the tendon, a uh, hamstring tendon. So yeah. Uh, Sixty games. He's gone, and, and a lot of Sox fans are. You know, with their pitchforks and 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 torches, go trade for somebody. Like, dude, have you seen what we've been doing? We've been calling right. up these guys, we've been signing these nobodies, and they've been filling in and doing great. Danny Mendick is not chopped liver. The kid can hit. He's a great defensive second baseman, and he also can play the outfield. So again, if you have more of these, the more of these players that you have that are multi-tool, which the Cubs have like eight, eight or nine of them, mm-hmm. the better you are. So if you get hurt. Someone gets hurt. Guess what? You can plug and play however you want. So, Sox fans, relax. Danny Mendick is going to take care of that uh, second base for you. Please, please don't don't pull, come up in here with these Aaron Rodgers lines. Ooh. How about relax? Oh, get out of here. <laughs> How about hey, Southsiders? Maybe calm down. Take maybe, a chill pill. Maybe you know put <laughs> down, put down your Miller Light and your you know your pocket knife and your mullet and wow stop. wow. Stop trying to fist fight your children. Wow. <laughs> hey, hey. Shots fired. Yeah, right. And also stop doing that. <laughs> please. Please, Chicago. Oh, yes. Yeah, please stop shooting. <laughs> stop shooting. Please stop shooting. Uh, the White Sox have scored a sec- uh, have the second best record at MLB right now. We're playing uh, the Rays uh, for the next three games. I'm checking the score right now because we were coming back. Still 42. All right. We're losing. That's okay. Mm. Uh, we haven't lost in a while. Um, <laughs> we just beat up on Detroit. What can I say? Yeah, so the two pitchers, we have the two best pitchers in MLB right now, uh, or AO. I'm sorry, with uh, Lynn and Rodan with one and two in ERA. Lynn has been a, such a surprise, like you said, he's, he's a South Side looking dude. I mean, I'm not really surprised by him, just because like I feel like he was a guy that's been good in the majors for his career. Yeah. Um, bring him to the south side get a fresh start you know back with la Russa, who he played for in, in st louis. louis right because he was a reliever at that point so i mean you know it's it's just a guy getting a shot you know what i mean getting a true shot like hey i'm not he was with the rangers it's just the rangers always i mean they, they've sucked for the fa- past five years right so like he's just floating there like oh, i'm just going through the motions and we but, wanted him before. But who we need who we really need to talk about is Rodan. Because yes. what the hell? <laughs> yeah. What the what? Yeah. This kid from, coming from Oblivion, not being, you know, being released at the end of the season after the uh fiasco in the playoffs, and his <laughs> wife just blowing up, you know, the White Sox and the coaching. And then he takes some time off. He goes hunting, he does his thing, and then uh, you know, he's like, uh, I, I I think I can win with the White Sox. Signs on. They make him compete for a fifth spot i was like that's a slap in the face first of all shout out to his wife 
<laughs> Shout out to his wife. You stand by your man. You, you know what I mean? Shout out to that. Look, he has been a White Sox. You know what I mean? Like, he's been here. So it's nothing new. You know exactly what he you're... reminds me of the Chris Bryant. He, like, yeah. when he's oh, yeah, hurt. Yes, 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 yes. When he's hurt, he, he's, he's not good. And when he's healthy, holy Jesus, he's well, good. And, that, and that's the caveat always. I mean, that's the always the, the trickiest thing because I'm, I'm going to bring... You want to talk about going in the Wayback Machine. Oh, boy. What about Mark Pryor? Mark Pryor was phenomenal. And for whatever reason... He he just kept getting these weird cat. He he had like calf injuries. He had arm injuries. He had a lot of like leg stuff. And and I want to say he's the uh, isn't he the pitching coach? Pitching coach for the Dodgers. Dodgers and, yep. he, and he got his ring last year, so yep. good for him. But I mean, you know, it's one of these. Kerry Wood. Kerry uh, Wood is a, a oh, love Kerry Wood. Absolutely perfect example for this, because you you look at a guy who is just amazing and just the injuries could not keep him at that level and it's the sad thing is that when you see great like a guy whose whose career path is just going straight up and they get injured and you're like it's like he like can you ever recapture that he shot up so quick yeah yeah that was the thing and, and, you, and you just spent you'd spend your entire career chasing the dragon at that point yeah exactly so one thing that i did see was an image yesterday from the cubs game I this, feel like I'm not gonna like this. No, you're not gonna like this. I'm just saying you kind of uh, um, stole something that we do at the Sox game in the bleachers. You're not talking about the the, cups, oh, the steak cup. First of all, first of all, don't act like you alcoholics invented <laughs> this. Okay, this is some old stuff. And the only you know why it popped up again is because there's fans in, in the, stands. the stands. Yes. You go to watch the, the game, game. <laughs> and drink a lot of beer. Yes. They, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I thought it was cool. I thought it was funny. I think so. Someone looked at the film and kind of counted the cups, and it was about 42000 yes. thousand dollars worth of beer. Yep. So that was like four beers. <laughs> at Wrigley Field. <laughs> yep. Wrigley, yes, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, look, we didn't steal nothing. We didn't steal nothing. I'm just saying, you, you copied us for this I, year. I, I, you know how I it's know not the we first didn't, time we didn't. Do, you guys I, did. You it. know how I know we didn't steal it. Oh boy, because it cost forty two thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? Now they can go sign Chris Bryant. <laughs> I mean, all these beer sales. Yeah, you can sign somebody. All right, let's take a pause for the cause and hear a word from our sponsors. I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three strikes. You're out. Welcome back to True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. It's that time again, brother. Uh-oh. You know what time it is. Oh, boy. It's time for Stirring the Pot. <laughs> All right, brother. It is still grilling season for us. It is. All right, man. So let's talk about let's, let's talk about sausage. Sausage. In particular, A Froman. A Froman. <laughs> hey, it's me. I'm the sausage king of Chicago. Please let me in. <laughs> so cooking brats, do you... Uh, batter them and uh, not batter them, but soak them in beer before you grill them, or you just throw them straight on, man. So if I have the time, yes, I will definitely put them in some beer. How how long do you soak them in the beer? I, well, I mean, I'll I'll cook them. I'll, I'll simmer them in the beer. Yeah. Um, one thing that I what I'll do a lot is I'll throw a couple of cans of beer in there, and then like a whole onion. I let it sit in there and it cook down, and then I'll pull them out, put them on the grill to get the, to finish them off. Right. And then all that like. Beer and onion sludge right on top of that brat with a little bit of mustard. There you go. There you go. And you can't argue with that because I am obviously... 
the best chef in Chicago because I Whoa. know how to put beer in. <laughs> <laughs> you know how to add beer to your food? I figured out how to open a beer and not drink it. <laughs> Talk about a challenge. You know what? I can't, I can't argue this because, you know what? You've got to put beer on your broths, man. That's the only way to cook them. So what you're saying. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying we are. We are right. What you're saying. <laughs> no. And I'm out of beer. I'm saying we are right. Ladies and gentlemen, I am once again the winner because you stole my idea. Just like we borrowed the snake cup thing. That's right. Borrowed. Borrowed. You stole my idea because I said that this is the best. So next time you come over to my house and we grill... You can bring your own brats because uh, I drink the beer already. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's just I, actually I'm not sorry. The beer was good. Yeah. All right. Before we get out of here, man, what are you looking at? What am I looking at? Yes, sir. Not a damn thing. I have not had time all week to watch any TV. <laughs> I think I watched reruns of New Girl because I love that show. Um, but yeah, I mean, literally this entire week I've been consumed with uh, Vipers softball, 12U softball. Shout out for. <laughs> This is, I, I, I just, I literally just said, we should go out there and be like, the Vipers. <laughs> no, but 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 shout out to the 12U girls for uh, winning their last game of the seasons. We're going on to the playoffs. Um, and then we got a bunch of tournaments in the summer. So oh, wow. I hope we can kind of keep up. It's been incredible to watch these girls progress. Um, some of these girls I've been coaching for like three years now. So just to kind of see their development. Mm-hmm. Um, but that and then working on our show, mm-hmm. um, our event. The event, I mean, yeah. That was so big for us. Again, you know, let me, I, I, I want to give them proper thanks one more time. Mikey O, the CPD Knights, ACSI, Alejandra, Snap-On, uh, Pinches, Miches, Stern Pinball, Grit Clothing Company, MoFit Training, Sicilian Bakery, Estrella Negra, Output Lounge, Joey G's Mac and Cheese District, Shy Native, North Caesar, Old School, mm-hmm. Old School Sponsors, North Caesar, B-Pong Chicago, All Net Podcast, Blaze Football, and Anchor. Thank you guys so much. That's what I've absolutely been consumed with for the past, what, month? Yeah. So I, I, it's there's a reason why I don't finish these TV shows. Because <laughs> you fall asleep. like <laughs> It is because I fall asleep. Yeah, that it is. That is, is absolutely true. So, bro, what you looking at? What you been watching? Um, I literally just watched the first episode of Loki. Okay. I effing loved it <laughs> it is so sarcastic and funny it's it, it corrects a lot of the plot holes that were in the movies uh, so it, it, it's literally gonna do that for you because it's gonna be it's gonna be based on like the time continuum so you love it because it's sarcastic and funny and that's why we get along that's why you're my brother <laughs> how can you not love someone like me who's so sarcastic <laughs> i mean don't forget loki was thor's brother so yeah you take that compliment and and, and be like yeah i'm thor yeah but i'm i'm the funny sarcastic one yeah so I'll that's take right <laughs> <laughs> yeah otherwise than that i have oh oh that's what i was talking about you talked about mark merrill um, Mark Marin. Mark Marin, sorry. Uh, Mark Marin was a wrestler. Uh, Mark Marin, uh, because on Showtime, there is um, a documentary that I think it's four episodes or five, four or five episodes. It's okay. called The Comedy Store. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I just recently watched it, yeah. and I was just like, holy crap. That is like the holy grail of comedy. Yeah. Oh, and- absolutely. You know, the thing is, is that I, if for those of you who don't know, I'm a gigantic, gigantic comedy nerd. I mean, I, I'm a vinyl guy. We, we talked mm-hmm. about that before. But I mean, like, I have Richard, hello, 
I have. I got too excited. I'm like, boink. Um, <laughs> Spring went off. <laughs> uh, Richard Pryor, George Carlin. I mean, all the way going back. I have like Johnny Carson on vinyl. Nice. I have Abbott and Costello. You know, um, some Lucille Ball skits. I have. Uh, you know, it, it just because I was back then. That's the a only lot, a lot of Bill Cosby. I, I, I'm well as a comedian. Held, yeah, yeah. This is <laughs> hey, <laughs> pudding hey, pop. Hey, pudding pop. Yeah. Um, yeah. Red Fox. You but the, I mean? back like, then, that's how you did it. Like in the, in the 50s, 40s, 50s, yeah. and 60s, and 70s, you know, they put an album out and it was on vinyl. And that's well, the way you can listen to and, the specials. And, right. And, and that's the thing is that, especially when I talk about Red Fox, mm -hmm. you know, he had the whole thing. He did a lot of one, one liners. We were like, yeah, my wife, you take her. You know what I mean? Like, kind of like Ronnie Dangerfield. Danger yeah, I love Ronnie. I mean, like, it was a lot of that. And it was just filthy, dirty jokes. And they called them stag records because you would bring them over you would play them when your boys would come over and drink your whatever the hell they were drinking and smoke cigars and, mm. and you know and ha, 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 you know yeah. it's, it's all dirty jokes so the red fox um yeah so i mean like i i absolutely love that speaking of comedy i saw your post speaking of comedy ladies and gentlemen we want y'all to come out and see some comedy with us we That's are right. sponsoring on June 24th, comedy event at uh, Joe's on Weed Street with Mikey O. Pat Tomasulo from Channel 9 doing <laughs> yeah. stand-up comedy. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. This is going to be our first actual big event that we're sponsoring by the company. Right. And guess what? We get to spend it with some funny people. Absolutely. And our boy Mikey O, who's always been good to us. He is uh, a mentor, a friend, uh, and family at this point. Um, and then you're going to be at Joe's on Wheat Street. I mean, it's going to be a great time. Yeah, I, I can't wait for the event. This is actually on uh, my pop's birthday, which is also Gigantor's, Gigantor's birthday. birthday. So we're going to have we're going to go out there. We're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, come out and join us. Joe's on Wheat Street. I think the tickets are 15 bucks. Yeah. I think there's like Pat Tomasulo is the headliner. Uh, there's about four or five other comedians there. Yeah. And and if you mention the podcast. If you're at the door, if you're getting your tickets at the door, you mentioned the podcast, you'll get $5 off your ticket. Look at that. There you go. So basically, uh, we're giving you guys money. Yeah. Um, so come out and, and check it out. Um, yeah, like I said, uh, this is going to be on June 24th. Uh, Pat Tomasillo is the headliner. Um, they're also going to have Alex Drag... Drag uh, a guy named Alex. Uh, Kendall, <laughs> Not so easy, is it? No, well, no. There's, yeah. I, I want to make sure I keep it PG, and I don't know how to pronounce that last Okay. Uh, Kendall Reef uh, and Chris Bader, and it's going to be hosted by Susana Rodriguez, 940 West Weed Street in Chicago. Doors open at 630. Um, they got a full menu, no late seating, so get there. This is a 21 and over event. Uh, Mikey O Comedy Show. It's, it's going to be a fun time. Chicago is back open. Come out, get your drink on, laugh. Everybody needs to laugh after the, the year we've had. Yeah, I mean, I, I look, I can't wait. Like I said, I'm a big comedy guy, so I, I can't wait to get up there and uh, and, oh. and go see it. And you get on stage and do some comedy. We we might go on stage a little bit and say what's up to y'all. Oh, I thought you were gonna do some comedy. Hey, me doing the show every week is comedy. So I mean, I, I can't waste it here and then try to get material up there. No free stuff. No, <laughs> but but hey, five dollars at the door. Mention the podcast. Get your five dollar yeah. discount. 15 bucks, uh, June 24th. Come on out. See the comedy show. Enjoy summer. That's right. All right, E, it is time to get out of here. All right, y'all. Thank you again so much for listening. Thank you to our great sponsors that helped us uh, this, this weekend with our event. We could not appreciate it anymore. I mean, we, we love you so much. Our friends, our family, my brother and sister, 
you know, your family come out. I yeah. mean, high school friends, yeah. our creative friends, uh, uh, our family from Grit Clothing Company. I mean, it was Enrique just, came out. Enrique Calderon, the singer. Enrique yeah. Calderon, Mikey O came through. Yes, um, our great, great DJs, uh, DJ Flymax, who came out and did a set for us. My DJ boy, DJ Funk, DJ J Funk from the Bulls. Every team that you can think of in Chicago, he DJs. He, he, he DJs. Uh, my my personal homie, DJ Technique, who I've known forever. Yeah. He, he used to be a DJ at the Captain Morgan Club. He was the uh, uh, resident DJ at Soundbar for like ten years. So I mean, like this is. These were not like some Joe Schmo we found in the back of the van and says, "Hey, you got a CD player?" <laughs> like these were legit guys to come out and, and just party with us and have fun. So we we thank you, thank you, thank you. Our sponsors, our friends, our family coming out to support us. Uh, our show sponsors, of course, Six Hundred Six Media, True Chicago Sports Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast T-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TrueFan15 at the checkout for 15% off of your entire order. That's TrueFan15. Go and get those shirts right now and wear them to the comedy show. Let us know that you're out there. And don't forget to check out our friends at ACSI.tech and check out their career section to start an exciting new career in the communications industry. Shout out to Mike Logic and Ideal, the all new episode of the all net podcast is available every other monday check them out right now for the best analysis of the nba playoffs and don't forget to check out the shy native radio podcast now available on all major platforms mike logic ideal throw mc and words talk about sports movies and all types of eel spit go check them out right now do not forget coming up mike logic and e-rock 606 podcast it's going to be great. We can't wait to present some fresh new content for you guys. Shout out to Ronesh and shout out to Panic for the beats we played on today's show. Check out PanicOnTheBeat.com for all your moment merch and gear. And don't forget to check us out on social media. You can find us at TrueShyFans on Twitter. That's at TrueCHIFans on Twitter. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, and reach out to us on our email, our uh, private message account. Hit us up, True Chicago Sports Fans at gmail.com alright y'all for Big Z this is E-Rock we will see you next week for episode 5050 oh, oh, oh. that's a big fitty big fitty yeah I can't wait in the Un club <laughs> <laughs> until then be good to each other for the love of sports yeah hey. so hey. I love Wicker Park bro you're gonna put a broad in your mouth now no no, no. Hey, look. Hey, you, you not you not bringing me down. I, I'm still I'm still high. I'm still. I, high. I want. I'm still. I, let me, <laughs> look. Hey, look. Honestly, honestly, I'm still high off off of the events that we had last night. And yeah. again, I know I said it before, and I'll say it again. Thank you, thank yes. you, Z, for oh. for being part of the show, for helping me, you know, build this up and, and doing what we do. And thank you. Look we're at in one year, man. I That's know. Insane. All of, all of our great listeners, our friends, our family, everyone that supported us for the past year. Oh, thank you thank to the you. people who bought T-shirts. Yeah. Uh, Raffle winners. Uh, Vanessa just bought a T-shirt. We had Tommy buy a T-shirt. Yeah. Uh, who else bought a T-shirt? A couple of people have been buying T-shirts and send me photos. Again, buy a T-shirt, send me the photo. We will post you on on all of our social media and give you that shout out. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And that's it. That's all, folks. That's, that, that, that's it. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. A few moments later. You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus nurture, Lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids. Hasta luego, amigos.
That's all. Oh, I shouldn't have had those artichoke poppers.